Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of The Natural Know-It-All. I'm your host Caroline, green beauty expert and clean lifestyle advocate. Some of you might know me from my green beauty YouTube channel, Cosmetics by Caroline, and some of you may be new, so welcome. This podcast aims to give you helpful, helpful tips with a little bit of everything in between. I am so sorry for not posting last week. I knew I'd be tired from my flight, but the day ended up taking sort of a different turn than I had originally planned. I was on the East Coast visiting some girlfriends, which I had just an amazing time. And as I mentioned on my latest video over on YouTube, it involved a lot of cheese plates with multiple different kinds of cheese, uh, but also a lot of late nights. Honestly, I wasn't sure if I ever really switched to East Coast time until I got home and then I felt like I was hit by a ton of bricks. So I must have switched over a little bit, but man, we were staying up late. Late. So the night before I left to come home, we stayed up until around 2 in the morning or so, which I think was the earliest night that we had. <laughs> and then my friend and I, who both live on the West Coast, had to get up at around 5. So that's three hours of iffy sleep. And we got up at 5 so that we could um, go to the airport and make her flight. I think it was at like 7 or 7.30 or so. And mine was at 9. But I figured I would just go with her. We could split the ride and then I would just hang out until my flight. But when we got there, I just had this moment of being like I'm already at the airport I just really want to leave and I remember that there was an earlier flight that I had sort of been looking at before I booked my own and so I thought I would just like call and just see if I could get on so I called Alaska which side note Alaska had like the nicest person on that morning I mean, I'm sure they won't ever know that I'm saying this, but really it was just outstanding customer service and they were so sweet. So thank you to whoever was helping me that morning. This is obviously not sponsored, but I've had really good experiences with Alaska customer service just in the past few weeks when I've been traveling. So that's been great. So anyway, like I was saying, I called and they were able to squeeze me on. They actually got me the last possible seat on the flight, which was amazing luck on my part. I didn't really think about asking like where they were going to put me. I had originally paid for extra leg room and was at the front of the plane because I was doing carry-ons and stuff. So when I switched over, I knew that I would be getting sort of a less nice seat, which is always a bummer, but that's okay. But um, when I got my ticket, I realized why the seat was open. It was the last row of the plane, the very, very last row. So the seats don't recline at all. Um, and I was in the middle. So that was wonderful. I'm a good traveler and I'm pretty easygoing, I would say, but the middle seat just doesn't work for my back or my bladder. I am 100% that annoying person who gets up every hour to stand or use the restroom. And yes, I'm that annoying person who walks up and down the aisle, but just cut them a break because <laughs> some of us have bad backs and you need to walk. You can't sit for that amount of time. So just think about that the next time you think it's annoying when someone's walking past you. I had mentioned previously on my YouTube channel that I had a bad back, but just in case any of you are new listeners, that is one part of my body saga I guess I could call it but anyway obviously there wasn't anything I could do about my seat considering I was the last seat on the plane and I was just grateful for sort of making the flight and I didn't really want to dwell on the seat issue but when I got to the back of the plane I realized I was in the middle of two full-grown men it was a tight squeeze let me just put it that way and can I just say they both took both of the armrests 
So I had zero armrests the whole flight and me being like the timid person to say anything. I didn't ask for it because I just felt bad. I just sort of think, isn't it normal if you're in the middle seat? Like we all know that that's sort of like the sucky seat. Like shouldn't you get both armrests? Anyway, I just felt like that was strange. I didn't sleep during the whole flight and the poor guy sitting next to the aisle must have wanted to kill me because every time I saw him even open his eyes because he was sleeping the entire flight, I would be like, hey, can I squeeze past you to get up so I could get up and stand? or use the restroom and I swear he was just not happy about it which this is another side note but I'm curious what you guys think if you choose the aisle seat can you really be cranky about having to get up for people email me at the natural know it all at gmail.com because I'm very curious on your thoughts personally I don't think you can be I think that if you're in the aisle seat and you're traveling by yourself then the assumption is the two people next to you will need to get up obviously if I had my way I would have chosen the aisle seat so that way I didn't have to disturb him. But if like every once in a while there's someone in the middle seat who needs to get up like three, four times, then I feel like you should be okay with that. Or you should be okay with them like climbing over your legs or something. So anyway, that's my opinion, but I'm curious what you guys think. So make sure to email me. So this is my long way of saying when I got home from my flight, I was completely exhausted and had about maybe an hour, an hour and a half of like elated energy to be home. And then I had no energy and I was a complete zombie and could barely function. I'm not someone who functions well with no sleep. I'm just not, I'm owning up to it. All nighters really just don't work for me. I think they worked for me for about a year when I was in college. And then after that, I was like, I just can't do this. My poor body doesn't hold up. But today is a new day and a new podcast we shall have. Because this podcast is more about my life and current events rather than reviews like I do over on YouTube, I thought we should continue with the travel theme. And this week we would talk about ways to set yourself up for a successful journey to your destination. Um, I'm not a nervous traveler per se, but I have nervous tendencies. I don't know. Does that make sense to you guys? Like the idea of flying doesn't scare me, but I get stressed out in line for the security check. You know, am I moving fast enough? Turbulence and weird noises on flights make me look around. Yes, I am that person that sort of grabs the hand of the person next to me when we drop or something like that, but I am getting better about it. Um, I just keep reminding myself almost like a mantra, like these are just pockets of air. Everything is fine. Look, no one else is stressed. It's great. And honestly, that has been helpful. I also found out this funny thing that when I travel with other people and there's turbulence, I'm more nervous than when I'm by myself and there's turbulence. I don't know what that's about, but that's just something I discovered on this last trip. And I definitely am not someone who like looks glamorous getting off of a plane. This is my last point about sort of what kind of traveler I am. I'm for sure the person that looks like they've just been put through hell and back when I get off of the plane. I'm tired, I have fuzzy socks on, I have no makeup on. Travel takes a toll on me physically and emotionally and mentally. I am really exhausted by travel. But all that being said, I love to travel and I feel incredibly lucky that I have the opportunity to travel. So I've developed a few simple ways to keep myself calm and cool and collected when I'm traveling and thought I would just share them with you guys today. So they're just five simple tips, but I think they are 
are really helpful. So the first one is to stay organized. And basically I live by the three carry on rule. I know every airline is like, hopefully I'm not giving away my secret here, but <laughs> basically what I do is I usually carry on a bag. And so I'll have my suitcase that I'm carrying on. I have my backpack that I'll have, and then I'll have a small crossbody bag that will just have sort of my wallet, my phone, um, things that I might need in the process of getting to the gate. I can also put my boarding pass in there. And this small cross body bag can fit in my backpack. So it's not really like I'm taking up extra room. It's just I have an extra piece on my body that sort of helps me stay organized. And this way I'm not rifling through my backpack or a big purse or bag or anything like that to try and find things. This definitely helps in terms of getting through the security line. And it's also nice if you sort of ditch your other bags with someone that you're with and then you can walk around the airport with just your crossbody bag so you're not lugging everything around with you. And the last benefit of bringing that small bag is then you automatically have a purse for wherever you end up. So when you're actually at your destination, you don't have to carry around a big carry-on bag. You just have this small purse that you can take around the city or town that you're in. Another thing that I do is since we do have to separate toiletries into a plastic bag or plastic a container or something like that that's see-through I always put that in the front little pocket of my backpack and that makes it super easy to pull out when I'm actually in the security line and there's no like rifling through my bag trying to find what I need to pull out it's already done I just take it out from that outside pocket and pop it into one of the bins and then I'm good to go and the last part about staying organized for me is bringing snacks so this is partly because I have food concerns in terms of like dietary restrictions and so I never know, is an airport going to have gluten-free food? Is it not going to have gluten-free food? Is there going to be anything on the plane that I can eat? But on top of that, bottom line for everyone, no one's a particularly fun traveler if you're hungry. You know, if you're a hangry traveler, then it's just, it's a rough way to start off your trip. So why even do that to yourself? Why not be prepared? And as soon as you start to feel that little demon poking you on your shoulder, like I am hungry, you can reach into your backpack and you can grab something. And I always bring something salty, like a bag of chips in case I, my stomach gets a little bit upset. Um, I bring something with protein, like some seeds, maybe even pumpkin seeds. And if it's a long flight that I know I'll need like lunch or something for, I always pack that as well, just in case. And if you don't eat it on the plane, you don't eat it on the plane, but at least you have it there in case there's not another option. All right, second tip is for people who are a little bit more nervous or sensitive to traveling. And this is something that I recommend you would do. This is something that I do, which helps me, and it's to bring a scent from home. So if you have either like a little travel roll-on perfume or if you have maybe an essential oil that you like something like lavender very soothing it can be really helpful to have a familiar scent with you even if you have a scarf that sort of smells like something that you can literally like wrap around yourself and cozy into so that during the flight you have something familiar and comforting next to you and this just sort of helps to ease anxiety and make you feel a little bit more comfortable in this sort of setting. On top of that, if you are sitting towards the back of the plane, like I was on my return flight, and you're right by the bathrooms, sometimes it can smell really, really bad. <laughs> and a great way to sort of solve that problem is to have a scent with you that either you can spray on your wrist before the flight or during the flight, and then you can literally just bury your head into your hands or wrists or whatever body part you have the scent and just inhale and take a few deep breaths and that will help a lot. 
All right, tip number three is for those of you who are like me and are not glamorous travelers and do not look glamorous getting off of a plane. Planes are super dehydrating. They're recirculating the same air over and over again. Travel can be stressful. This is a long way of saying it can wreak havoc on the way that you look and your skin. And if you're like me and you are big into products, then I think you'll like this tip. Um, I always bring little things to sort of pamper myself. And my three essential things to bring with me in my carry-on is some sort of facial mist, a hydrating facial mist, a hand cream, and then face wipes. And face wipes I usually won't use until I actually get off the plane. And I use those Yes to Cucumber wipe that I've talked about before over on my channel. They're great because you can not only use them on your face, but also your body. So you can almost give yourself just a little wipe down to make yourself feel better. And they are very cooling, so they sort of wake you up. And then for hand cream, I'm using Wileta's Skin Food right now, but there are plenty of hand creams that you can get a hold of. Wileta Skin Food is just a super rich formula, and if you already have dry skin like me, then I think you would like that because it will definitely help with the dryness of the air in a plane and can just make your skin feel a lot more hydrated. And in terms of facial mist, this is actually sort of a new thing that I've been doing that I've actually noticed has made a big difference. And I know this because on my way to the East Coast, I used this facial mist and then on the way back, I didn't. And obviously there were other factors involved, but I can say for sure, I did not feel as refreshed and my skin did not look as sort of hydrated as when I had flown over using the face mist. So I'm currently using the Derma E Hydrating Mist with hyaluronic acid and green tea. I really enjoyed bringing this on my trip and every time I would go to the bathroom, I would just bring it with me and spritz a couple of sprays all over my face and I do feel like it sort of woke me up cooled off my face and made me feel a little bit more refreshed in the plain air, which I really appreciated. My fourth tip is to remember to stand up and move on the plane. And I know that this isn't something that comes naturally to everyone because perhaps your body is totally fine sitting for an excess of three hours, but for me personally, that doesn't work for my body, so I get up quite often. But even if you're someone who doesn't need to get up very often, even getting up once or twice, and when you go and use the restroom, just standing in the back or walking up and down the aisle a bit, does make a difference. It will definitely help you feel a little bit more alive and awake when you get off, and it's in general good for your body. I know we sort of take planes as an excuse to vegetate and just sit down for however many hours, but our bodies are meant to move. So no matter what, by the end of the flight, you're gonna feel a little bit stiff if you're not moving. And particularly for people who say don't use the restroom in like a six hour flight, that to me is maybe a signal that you're not drinking enough water because planes are so dehydrating and it's really important to be sort of replenishing your fluids when you're on a plane. So just in general, stay hydrated and it's good to get up and move. So don't not drink so that you don't have to go to the bathroom. All right. And my final tip is don't overpack. This is super simple and it's completely self-explanatory, but even in sort of your personal carry-on bag that goes under the seat, don't pack more than you need. In your suitcase, don't pack more than you need. 
need. If you can't manage it on your own, at least for a portion of your trip, like I'm all for people helping each other out, but if you can't manage it on your own, if push came to shove, then maybe you should look at that and say, okay, I need to pack a little bit less. And this will just make everything simpler for you. It's easier to stay organized. It's easier to feel less overwhelmed because you have less stuff. I promise you it will make your life easier not only during the journey but also when you reach your destination because you're not managing as many things and you won't have to repack as much. Alright guys, I hope you found those quick tips helpful. I would love to know if you have any travel tips that you want to share with listeners. Email me at thenaturalknowitall at gmail.com and feel free to suggest future podcast ideas. I'm looking forward to hearing from you and until next time, thank you so much. I hope this podcast brought you a little closer to being the natural know-it-all of your household. If this is your first time hearing from me and you want to hear more, make sure to follow this podcast or head over to YouTube and search Cosmetics by Caroline and you'll see my videos that I post twice a week all on clean green beauty. All right, guys, until next week, I'll talk to you soon. Bye.